everyone. Thank you very much for that wonderful offer, Pastor. Pastor Tina, Kim, and Tino have blessed you. Yeah. Maybe next week will be the offer time then. God willing. <laughs> All right. Good morning, everyone. Again, my name is Gene, one of the leaders here in Every Nation Bahrain. And uh, I'm very, very glad that you, uh, to see you all uh, this morning, this uh, service. Uh, I'd like to introduce my, uh, my family. This is my extended family. Yeah, there we go. That's my extended family, right? To, the, to your left, that's my wife, Rose, and my, our daughter, Rivers. And uh, sometimes I call her Ephrata. Ephrata, it, uh, it means the Lord has made us fruitful in the land of our affliction. So that's, uh, but her name is Rivers. Yeah, and that's my older kuya, uh, my brother, <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> that's my extended family. That's Regan, uh, Maureen from Kenya. Regan is from Uganda, and Sam is also from Uganda. So uh, I'm very, very glad that God has called me and my family here in every nation where the gospel is preached. The gospel is uh, not just preached to my fellow Filipinos, but also to every nation, right? And uh, every nation is a uh, global ministry or global family of ministries where we are committed to preaching the gospel, all right, making disciples of all nations. We are here to establish church, planting churches. We are here to um, reach the next generation on the campus. And also, we are here to preach the gospel to every nation, including here in uh, Bahrain. All right, so um, we have come now to the last part of our church trademark series. And our prayer, uh, the, the leadership team, the, the, uh, the preaching team, uh, our prayer is that we will be marked by a gospel-shaped lifestyle by the grace of God and through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So uh, we hope that that objective is being, you know, it's being transformed in your hearts. And for the past uh, six weeks, we've been talking about the distinguishing marks of the church. You guys, you still remember that, right? In week zero, we talked about devotion. And then the next one is service, community, prayer. And then last week, we talked about the message. And today, We'll be looking at the mission of the church and the mission of the church. So we can define mission as the purpose of an individual or an, or, or an organization's existence. Let me say that again. Huh? It's the purpose of an individual or an organization's existence. It's more than just an important assignment, right? Like going to a, you're going to a mission in say, Afghanistan or in Dubai. It's more than that. It's a calling. It's a calling. The mission is the reason why we exist. What's our mission? This is our mission. Right? This is our mission. And how about you? What's your mission as a person? You know, when I think about mission, I always think about Lord of the Rings. How many of you know Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. How many of you are a fan of this, uh, this genre of, uh, of stories? 
So there's Aragorn, right? Aragorn, Gandalf, Legolas, Boromir, that's Boromir, Gimli, Pippin, Merry, Frodo, and of course, Sam. So the, the Fellowship of the Ring was a brotherhood. Yeah? It was a brotherhood of various free peoples of Middle-earth. Each, each one of them has committed his life for the group, no, to the group or to the fellowship, whose purpose, what's the purpose of the Fellowship of the Ring? You still remember? It is to take the one ring to Mordor, the only place that could be destroyed, right? So that's the, uh, the mission of the Fellowship of the Ring. How about this? Coca-Cola. And so this is the mission of Coca-Cola, to refresh the world, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness, to create value and make a difference, and shoot your sugars up high. Yeah, <laughs> By the way, all right, in a, in a fashion of uh, Anthony, this is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> it's not a paid advertisement. How about this? <laughs> Amazon. Yeah. The purpose of Amazon or the mission of Amazon is to what? To offer customers the lowest possible prices, the best available selection, and the utmost convenience. Now, how about this? Yeah. Apple, to, pr to produce excellent products. Samsung, how about Samsung? To produce excellent products that are not boring. <laughs> That's my chance today, no? All right. What about the mission of the church? What about the mission of the church? The mission of the church, we can see that in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. It says here, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the earth. So the mission of the church is to preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. Did you get that? To preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. All right, so my goal today is really this is just going to be a five-minute uh, preaching, I hope. <laughs> no, but my goal today is to really challenge you, right? Last week, uh, my goal was to equip you, but this week I want to uh, I want to empower you. I want to challenge you to step out in faith and fulfill your calling and our calling as a church. Right? Can I can I ask everyone to please stand? We're gonna read uh, God's word in Acts chapter twenty-eight. But before reading the text, but before reading the text, let me just give you a quick background. Uh, Paul is in prison. Right, because he preached the gospel in Acts chapter 28. We're now nearing, uh, we're actually in the last part of Acts. So Paul is in prison because he, he preached the gospel. Right? He was sent to Rome to appeal to Caesar. And this is now the second time he gathered the Jewish leaders in Rome to speak to them or to, uh, to, to, to minister to them. All right? In Acts chapter 28 verses 23, 231. I'll be reading from the ESV. 
just follow along. Let me know if, they, if you're there, okay? When they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in greater numbers. From morning till evening, he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. And some were convinced by what he said, but others disbelieved. And disagreeing among themselves, they departed after Paul had made one statement. This is what Paul said to them. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your fathers, through Isaiah the prophet, Go to these people and say, You will indeed hear, but never understand. And you will indeed see, but never perceive. For these people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Verse 28. Therefore, let it be known to you that the salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus with all boldness and without hindrance. Let's pray. Lord, teach us today, Holy Spirit, and empower us, Lord God, to go. Lord, we can't wait to, to go out and tell other people of who you are to us. We, we thank you, Lord God. Be blessed by our, uh, by our devotion today, by, by this preaching, Lord just give me the words to speak. Cover us, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. You may now be seated. Just very, very quick two points for this, uh, for this afternoon, all right? The book of Acts, it emphasizes the work of God, all right? The book of Acts is about God. It's about His work. Through the Holy Spirit, in the lives of the people who devoted themselves to Jesus Christ. Right? That's the summary of the whole book of Acts. It's the work of God through the Holy Spirit in the lives of people who devoted themselves to Jesus Christ. How many of you have devoted yourself to Jesus Christ? You know, we are also part of this book of Acts. No? It's not only a response to the Great Commission that we've read earlier in Matthew 28 by Jesus Christ, but it also, uh, it's also a chronicle. It's a, a chronicle of the continuance of the mission of Christ through the church, right? It's a continuance of the mission of Jesus Christ. So the gospel and the message of the kingdom of God did not end when Jesus ascended to heaven 40 days after his resurrection, but it continued in the lives of his followers. It continued in the lives of these followers. So we can say that the first point is the mission of the church is the continuation of the mission of Christ. That's the first point. What's our mission? To preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. How does that work? This one. We're just continuing what Christ has started. It's, 
again, we, we are not the originals here. Jesus is the original. Uh, our calling is really to just continue what Christ has started. And how do we do that? We do that by proclaiming his message. You remember last week? What's the message? Right? We can see this in Acts chapter 28, the verse that we read. Acts chapter 28, verse 23 and 30. We'll read again. It says here, verse 23, When they had appointed a time, when they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in great numbers. From morning till evening, he expounded them, testifying to what? To the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. Verse 30, he lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, again, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus. So the content of our message, the content of the message of Paul is two, right? The center of it is the kingdom of God and the person of Jesus Christ. The kingdom of God and the, uh, the person of Jesus Christ. His, his message revolved around these two inseparable truths. You cannot separate these two. Uh, these two. Jesus is king, right? He is Lord. And he rules over the hearts of his people whom he have purchased for himself through his death on the cross. He is king. So we can say that salvation is only through Jesus Christ and it's for all. Right? You know, Acts is like a good shawarma wrap. It's like a good shawarma wrap. I'll, see, I'll tell you why. You know, it opens... <laughs> you're hungry. <laughs> It opens with Jesus pre presenting himself alive to his disciples. Let's see in, um, in Acts chapter 1, verse 3. It opens up with Jesus telling about the kingdom of, uh, kingdom of God and about himself. Acts chapter 1, verse 3. This is the opening. This is Jesus. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. So it was Jesus who first preached, and then in the last part of Acts, it was now Paul who is preaching the kingdom of God and the person of Jesus Christ. So it's like a shawarma wrap. It's full circle. So what's the manner? What's the manner of Paul's preaching? We, we saw the content, and now... The manner. I'm about to close now. It's about to, I'm about to close because I want to send you all to preach the gospel. Right? I'm not going to withhold you. No, I'm not going to withhold you. Alright. What's the manner? From morning till evening for two years. Right? He said there. For morning till evening in verse 23. In verse 30. He lived there for two years. At his own expense, the last part with all boldness and without hindrance. So, in other words, uh, in other words, this is what Paul did. He preached the gospel. He preached the gospel. He maximized his time. 
while he was in prison. How about you? Are you maximizing your time while you are at work? While you are in your communities, are you maximizing your time? You know, I could imagine the two soldiers that are rotating, chained to, to Paul. I'm sure they heard the gospel. Every single day they heard Paul preach the gospel to them. And I would, you know, I would suggest or maybe I, I, I would believe that they also believe. They also surrendered their lives. They, all, they were also baptized. Just hearing Paul preach the gospel day in and day out. Right? Day in and day out. And you see, despite the negative responses by his hearers in verse 23, uh, verse 24, what he did is he continued preaching the gospel at his own expense. He continued preaching at his own expense. His prison time was not a setback for the gospel. It was not a setback. It didn't stop him. It didn't slow down the advancement of God's kingdom. You know, the mission of the church will continue. Why? Because Christianity is hinged on one indisputable truth, and that is what? The resurrection of Jesus Christ. The resurrection of Jesus Christ stood the, the test of time. It actually proved every skeptic wrong. Yeah. This is what we preach. Jesus Christ crucified and resurrected. That's why the mission of the church will continue. You know, Paul's confidence rested on the truth of the scripture and, of course, his personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ, with the risen Christ in Damascus. Second point. Are you excited to go? I'm, I'm not going to call you to stay here. I'm going to send you home already. Second point. The gospel is unstoppable even in the face of difficulties. The gospel is unstoppable in the face of difficulties. You know, when the pandemic hit in 2020, you know what happened? It didn't hinder us from continuing this ministry. We put our services online on Facebook uh, via, via Zoom. We also put our uh, services on podcast, uh, on, on different podcast services. And by God's grace, you know, by His power, we were able to reach people from the Philippines, from the US, from the UK, from New Zealand, from Ukraine, from India, Saudi Arabia, and other countries in Gulf region. We were looking at it, Mitch and I, we were looking at it in the Facebook. We are reaching people from different nations, even during while we were in lockdown. So the gospel is not, it cannot be stopped, right? Some of us, you know, we didn't stop meeting face-to-face. -face. We even did uh, small groups at home. We did Bible studies. Discipleship continued. Discipleship continued regardless of the circumstances. Let's not, you know, let's not stop because there's some, no, there's some road bumps. We will not stop. It will continue. Actually, Paul said to Timothy, no, while he was in prison, he said in Timothy chapter 2, verse 9, the word of God is not bound. The word of God is not bound. Even he, while he was on ch in chains, the word of God is not bound. The New Living Translation said, 
the Word of God cannot be chained. The NASB said, the Word of God is not imprisoned. Right? My version of quarantine version or pandemic version, the Word of God cannot be quarantined. <laughs> the Word of God cannot be chained or cannot be bound. It is unstoppable. And you see, at any given day, Paul would share the gospel to anyone. At any given day, Paul would share the gospel to anyone. He was persistent. In fact, in Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, he said this. Philippians 1, 12. And I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served the, uh, to advance the gospel. Right? So that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. What an encouragement, right? What an encouragement. It was not a setback for him. It was for the advancement of God's kingdom. You know, the prison became Paul's pulpit. I really like that. The prison became Paul's pulpit. Now, what about you? Let me ask you this. Would you do the same at any given day? Would you preach the gospel at any given day? What kind of platform did God give you to preach the gospel and make disciples? Is it your work? Your talents? Your business? Your passion? Right? Are you willing to use those platforms so that people would know Jesus? Yeah. Are you willing to do that? You know, I believe this is our time. It was their time. It was, it's now our time. God has called us to be here in Bahrain for such a time as this. Now, you know, I was thinking, you know, us being here is already an open door. Christians being here in Bahrain, us gathering together as a church without any, you know, without any hindrance, it's already an open door. Let's use that. No? You know, I, I remember someone asked me, you know, Kuya, how... how how can I pray for this? No, I, 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 are we going to pray for an open door in the campus? No, you start. You, the, the door is already open. Ask the Lord for wisdom. How are you going to leverage that open door so that the gospel will be preached? You are in your workplaces. Ask the Lord. No, ask the Lord how can you use that platform that God gave you to advance God's kingdom. And this is the only requirement. We only need to exercise our faith and step out, our, out of our comfort zone. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to step out of your comfort zone? You know, like I said last week, not everyone is called to full-time ministry. No? But every one of us is called to this lifetime mission. Are we all in this together? Right? Are we all in this together? Right? It's not just me. It's not just Mitch. You know? It's not just Anthony. It's every one of us. So what do I mean by that? Wherever the Lord has called you to be in, no? That's, that is where the Lord is sending you to. No? Wherever you are right now, whether you are working on a corporate setting 
or you're waiting on tables, you're taking care of patients in the hospital, you're teaching children in school, you're selling drugs in pharmacy, that's my wife. <laughs> that is your mission field, right? Did you get that? That is your mission field. Wherever the Lord has called you to, to be in, start where you are. Start where you are. Because I believe, you know, I, I like what Tim Keller said. Tim Keller said, Ayan, there are some needs only you can see. There are some hands only you can hold. There are some people only you can reach. No? There are some needs only you can see. There are some hands only you can hold. There are some people only you can reach. I'm about to end now, but let me just give you a testimony and prayer request. Uh, let me ask the music team. Can I ask everyone to just please don't take a photo. This is my friend. He's a very dear friend, Maher. His name is Maher. All right. This photo was taken last December 2021. Right. Uh, Maher and I, we used to work together in, a, in one of the universities here in Bahrain. And uh, we became very good friends. We were, we were part of the IT team. And uh, Maher has a Muslim background. His family has this Muslim background. But personally, he has this uh, liberal stance when it comes to uh, Islam. And he's seeking for the truth. You know, I love this guy. I love, I love this man. You know, I've been praying for him for the past three years. For three years, I've been praying for, for him. Now, I've been praying for an open door. In fact, what I did, no, uh, just, just to share this to you, um, coming here in Bahrain, I, I got this bad stereotype of, uh, of the locals. Uh, they said that these people, the, 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 the Bahrainis, they're, they're lazy. No, they're not. They're not. And I can attest, this guy, he's, he's very good. Uh, he, he, he will bless his nation. He's a blessing already to his nation. So what I did, no, I, I, prepared, I prepared this table as during his first day. Before, before he came to office, I prepared this table. I prepared everything. He's just going to sit down. And I told him, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm very thankful that you're here. Although uh, he's my subordinate, I told him, you know, I'm here to serve you. No, I'm uh, just... Ask anything that you want, I can, I can teach you. you. You'll learn something that you will never learn in university. Even until now, we still communicate, we're still communicating. We're very good friends. I even prayed for him before he, he, uh, he got married last December. You know, God opened a door for me to share the gospel to him in December 2021. 20, was a glorious moment. position from him because we were good friends and you see even if you know in my heart even if he said no it was all worth it for me because we, gave, we became good friends and actually I even gave him marriage advice you don't need that Anthony that's fine <laughs> He's now, again, he's now married, and 
please, please pray with me. No, I, lo I, love, him. I, I love him. He is he's, he's my family. I consider him as a family. I, I told Ate Marian, you know, Ate, I love, I love the nation. I learned to love the nation. I love to learn the people. I, I, I learned to love the, the, your people, the Bahrainis. Just as the Lord has loved me, I, I will also give my life to the, to the Bahrainis. So please pray with me and Rose that God will make the seed that was planted to this guy in him to grow. Yeah, according to Joshua Project, there are 17 different people groups here in Bahrain. 17 different people groups. The top three are the Arabs, the Persians, and the Urdus. If you want to know more about this project, you can ask Mitch, you can ask me later. And these Arabs, Persians, and Urdus, most of them are Muslims, right? So we're talking about around 1.1 1, 1 million already here in this nation. I, I checked last, uh, last night. The population this 2022 is around 1.7 million people, right? Bahrainis, there are 900,000, uh, 906,000 Bahrainis here in Bahrain. There are 925,000 around the world. So we're talking about millions of people that we are reaching. Maher is just one. No. So here's my challenge to you. You know, we can give. We can go. We can also pray. Here's my challenge to you. Pray for them this coming Ramadan. No. Forget about Iftar Gabga for a moment. Pray for these people. No. Pray that as they seek Allah, they will find Jesus. You know, pray for a creative way to bless them. You know, instead of you receiving gifts from them, why don't you give them something that will, you know, that will, they will appreciate. You know, last Ramadan, we asked, uh, Anthony, thank you very much for that. We asked Anthony if he can bake us cake. No. In our building, we gave cakes to, <laughs> to, the, to our neighbors. It opened the door for us. Pray for us also. We're, we're also reaching out to, the, to their kids. We're going to do some kids' church there this, uh, this vacation. So pray. Pray for a creative way to bless them. No? And pray for an opportunity to speak to them about their faith. It's not just demonstrating, but it's also proclamation. But it's your testimony that will open door. No? Are you in this together? Are you, are you, in, are you here? No? Can I ask everyone to stand? We're going to sing. And I think it's fitting for us as a church to respond to this call of God. Huh? Before I close, we'll, let's sing again and then we'll pray. the way
This is the last mark. The mark of the church is the mission to preach the gospel to every nation. We will not stop till every tribe and nation will come to Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this. How far are you willing to go? And how much are you willing to give up? There are a lot of things to be done. But it's through our unity we'll, you know, we'll move forward. You know, every nation church has, has church plants in 81 nations. 81 nations. Can we show that? We are already in 81 nations, but there are still 114 nations remaining. Still 114 nations. Let's continue to pray for these uh, remaining nations and believe God for open doors to plant more churches. You know, Kuya Jean, maybe I'm not called here in Bahrain. That's fine. We're not going to hold you back. But we're going to send you wherever the Lord is calling you to. Pray for it. You know, if the Lord is calling you somewhere else, we will gladly pray for you. Pray, where the, pray, Lord, send me where the gospel is not yet preached. Where people are not yet worshiping you, Jesus Christ. Lord, send me there. If in, in your workplaces... Jesus is not yet worshipped there. Start a small group. Do one-to-one. -one. Pray for them. Pray for them. You know, in our home, I have this imaginary uh, painting before I leave, the, I, leave, I leave house. I always read this. It says here, only one life, it will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. 
If you want your life to count, this is uh, this is how our lives will count. Through preaching the gospel. Let's pray. Lord, let this be our prayer. Like Paul, Lord God, we will consider our lives of no value to ourselves. But our purpose, Lord God, is to finish the course and the ministry that we have received from you, Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of God's grace. Father, minister, Lord God, to the hearts of the people, Lord God, your people here. Speak to us, Lord God. How, how are we going to do this? But more than that, Lord God, remind us, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God, for your reminder that we are not alone, that you are with us as we go make disciples, you are with us, even unto the end, to the end of the age. Lord, we thank you for this assurance. Thank you, Lord God, for this calling. Bless us, Lord God, as we go. Bless your people, Lord God, as we go and make disciples of this nation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Praise God. You may now dis you are now dismissed, sorry. You may now go and make disciples. <laughs>